right, here we go. After Party 48. We're going to talk about episodes 144, Pussycat Palace. 145, Status Quo. And 146, Repeating History. Well, 40, 144 is pretty self-explanatory. What's Status Quo? Um, Leland? I think it was something like Sally had talked about. It's like, no, nah, we're just here. to. We don't care what's going on with the city. Just, ah, just want to okay. leave it. Just keeping the bar open. And I assume repeating history. <laughs> well, yeah. Our, our good friend. <laughs> Clearly the party never learns. <laughs> we were supposed Ooh. to learn something? That should be a dot, dot, dot at the end of every one of these uh, titles. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's start in with 144, right? Pussycat Palace, we're in Drakal. And Emily, what, you, what do you have down for our first uh, piece of information? We had a plan to go into the Pussycat Palace just to find out which Brightwood was being held captive. That that was the one thing well, we wanted to well, know. It was a good plan. It was a good it, plan. It, it, also the amulet, you know. Well, yeah, a- amulet, it's, it's important. We need to know that too. But which Brightwood? <laughs> Bill looks sheepish right now. <laughs> it all happened so fast. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Complete disaster. I don't think it was a disaster. I think it could have gone better. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, part of it was legitimately the dice's fault. Well, I mean, yes, this is a a game in which we are are bound to the numbers that we roll on a random generator (laughs) of varying polyhedric sizes. (laughs) The old excuse. <laughs> I'd like to think I played that perfectly, but the Nat one just totally hamstrung me. I think I think you you role played it very well. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah, I think you, mm-hmm. it you nailed it. Britt had a question asking whether or not I mean, even the in the past you've said that you hope to be better at role playing. So she asks if do you feel like you're there? Um, I mean, you've played multiple characters, you've DM'd, solo RP sessions. She thinks you're doing well. You could have gotten the tub, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) We don't know what real roleplay is until you get the tub. I missed out on on a real opportunity for roleplay there. No, actually, it's interesting that she asked that because I think this is is some of the roleplaying that I most had fun with and maybe I'm most proud of I don't know it's hard to you know say what you're most proud of but when it comes to this I think but I thought it was great I had a blast role-playing Falzerin being firstly just role-playing Falzerin being Baron Zarin and like trying to you know <laughs> role-play someone who's role-playing someone else that was fun <laughs> and then him being charmed was was hilarious I had a great time so yeah, I think I've grown. I still struggle. It it's hard for me when we do our one shots and I like forget. I don't know. I'm often in just falls or in mode. And then it's tough to get into a different character. And also voices. Like anytime I've I've tried to do voices with characters, they change like every fifteen minutes. <laughs> the voice is a bit different. So I know Booch has had multiple different voices <laughs> whenever I've played him. So that's uh that's a thing but overall yeah 
I'm happy with the growth that I've made. There's there's always more room to grow, but yeah. I think uh, when we went into this Pussycat Palace, I think my the thing is I didn't realize I didn't know they were going to take all our stuff when we went in. Mm. Uh, that was a little bit concerning when they took everything away, and I'm like, oh, this could go really wrong. Yeah, and you know what, Shav, and Shav would have known that too, so that, yeah. That's a good point. I didn't even really think of that at the time. I just played it off as as this is the way it works, and I've always got my stuff back. So I'm not right. If I had any concern, I would have uh, done something else and said, "Hey, let's go back outside and talk about this." Right, but, right. Uh, <laughs> that, and then I think the the trip up the hallway into the uh, back to her place was fun. Uh, you know, going through the uh, seeing the different rooms, sort of telling Falzern to keep his eyes. On the prize there, don't don't look down those <laughs> doors. You don't want to see any. I feel like I'm sort of sheltering him from the shock that he would uh, experience being a Heracleonian that has never really been out in the real world. and Or taking a bath with a lady. Yeah, or right. taking a bath with a lady, you know. <laughs> hey, you don't know that Falzern's never taken a bath with uh, another person naked. You spent 15 mm-hmm. minutes explaining how you couldn't get in the bathtub with her. That was the role-playing. Okay? Sisters when you're a kid don't count, okay? That was Falzern role-playing. So you Falzern. were just being a tease, right? It, another 10 minutes and it would have been, you know, bow-chicka-wow-wow, right? Yeah, exactly. There. Oh, it's a foreplay. Well, technically, uh, that one f- dip that Falzy had in the ocean they led to him ah, breathing yeah. good and swimming gooder. Technically, you're in a bath with lots of other probably people and things. If I was playing Hannah, would you have gotten the bathtub? That's the real question. If I was voicing Hannah and you were voicing Falls, we don't need to know what you guys do after we record. Was it Leland's fault he didn't get in the tub? That's a different. That's a different sort of uh, Patreon. But um, that's a Patreon exclusive. I didn't know about. No, it's is that that part of the three seven seven because it needs to be. I can't wait to edit that. (laughs) I'll make you sound real good, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was. That was partly Falzerin, like, not wanting to get in there because he he felt like things could go, you know, unpredictably and and poorly. And so that was Falzerin playing Baron Zarin, who comes from wherever Baron Zarin hails from <laughs> and is very prudish and not enter that thing. So that was that was sort of like... A, I thought it was more because you were worried you had beefed up your muscles and you took off your <laughs> right. outfit. <laughs> yeah. Like, that how is your as well. disguised self going to hold up to inspection in the bathtub? Yeah, close inspection. <laughs> the, the length and girth doesn't hold up to close inspection. <laughs> it was chilly that day. <laughs> you know what? She could have just splashed you, and, it w- and the jig would have been up, <laughs> right? Maybe, maybe. Like your clothes wouldn't have gotten like wet because it's just an illusion. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that falls have been bad. got wet. Oh, what? Oh, okay. Well, so what? What do you? <laughs> what do you all think of Hannah? Because obviously this was the first time any, of, any we've had her on mic. At least I mean, obviously there's backstory between Hannah and, and Mia, but. You know, it's not like Mia has actually met Hannah despite the past they have as far as Elena and I, like, RP moments. That's true. It wasn't uh, It wasn't in character type thing. Yeah. Right. Hmm. She's sultry. Now, she sounds hotter than Geneva. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's a reason why she's a mob boss, right? She's conniving and knows what she wants and knows how to get it. Right. Yeah, knows how to use whatever she needs to to her advantage, it seems like. Mm-hmm. I don't trust her, that's for sure. Huh. Yeah. <clears throat> I think uh, Leland and I have had a little bit of discussion about some of the things in Drakal, of course, just because Shaft would know those things. And she was what I expected somewhat. I mean, I, it, she's going to be somebody that tried to... Uh, let, you know, get your guard down a little bit by, you know, playing with you a little bit, making you feel comfortable, and then that's when she puts the knife in kind of kind of person is what I was expecting. She's kind of <laughs> brazen, like, when it comes to going to the theater, flaunting this amulet and stuff. Like, if that's really the amulet, right? It's hers, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't... From her perspective. She didn't realize how no 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 else. no see there there's a mistake hannah knows hannah knows what you think that so? you think yeah though? yeah she's gotta she's smart i don't know i mean she tried to sell it to falzer and that she didn't but i don't know she's freaking smart man i yeah. personally choose to believe that she knows what she's doing exactly what but she's ha- doing. how would she have known that cultists needed it that she knows uh, what, things. its origin right because like the last cultist would have cultists would have used that amulet as part of the thing was like unless she's very very long lived as well she would have been she wouldn't have been alive what is hannah she human yeah human yeah so this was would have been like hundreds of years ago i think right that yeah, that yeah. cult that samuel was actually last i just think she's too well connected used. to not have any clue that that's a valuable yeah. thing to be flaunting around maybe but. maybe valuable but not specific purpose Sure, maybe there's gaps in her knowledge, but I think that, like, where I'm coming from is, like, she knows that thing is of value and she's wearing it out on the town. Like, Yeah. Who's going to take it from a crime boss? It's been described as being, (laughs) you know, very beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. Part of it could just be that she, you know, she, it's a very, very attractive and unique amulet, and so it looks good to flaunt that. I thought it wasn't that unique looking. It was kind of plain. Not according to Baron Zarin. He's enraptured. No, I'm just by asking it. Leland when he described it, and I was inspecting the fake ones. I'm pretty sure there wasn't much to describe it by. Uh, you were looking at a knockoff, but the uh. other pieces of Samuel's armor that you know he has—the helm and the boots—like they describe them as like gleaming, looking untarnished, okay, like brand okay. new, despite how long-lived Samuel is. Right? It's an ensemble. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Shab doesn't know much about fashion. I don't know anything about fashion. <laughs> oh man, there were some there were some good moments in these episodes. Yeah, so I think we talked a little bit after we recorded. I believe I was a bit confused with the uh, food going into one of the rooms at at the time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's uh, th- that that's uh, there's a, a kink where like one person is the feeder. And they like get off on feeding someone else. You know, usually they're overweight because they are overfed. Ooh, mm-hmm. kicks and pies, kicks and exactly, pies. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think I just watched an episode of. I think at the time I'd watched an episode of Bones that had like feeders oh, and okay. yeah, I don't know yeah, what yeah. the other side is called receivers maybe. So I was like, oh okay, <laughs> this is a sexual kink. So uh, baby it's birds. gonna be here. Baby birds. It's <laughs> baby feed- birds. feeders and baby birds. <laughs> oh no. It's the babies. <laughs> Cheese pie was featured. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Well, that was uh, I did that just for fun. It's an inside joke for the prior. Yeah, I don't think that even made it into a blooper. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was just we, for us. We had been talking about whether a, a cheesecake is actually a pie. Well, it's no longer just for us. <laughs> <laughs> Ballsroom really is me. I can't keep any secrets. <laughs> now I know it's kinky. I didn't even know it's kinky before, but now. Cheese pie really turns me on in a certain cheese way. Pie. Yeah. <laughs> huh, really? Emily's going to be forced to be in the new cheese pies from now on. <laughs> there won't be any forcing at home. No forcing at all. I'll open right up. You baby bird that cheese pie into my mouth. <laughs> I don't know why I keep thinking of like a pot pie that just like you cut into it. It's like Velveeta just like pouring out. <laughs> it's just like really messy. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just like that, that like nacho cheese from a nozzle. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what I keep thinking of when mm, I say cheese pie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you won't crap for a week after that. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheese product. <laughs> that's right. You can't actually you can't legally call it just cheese. <laughs> you have to have the caveat of it's, product. It's it may contain oil. traces of milk. Yeah. <laughs> milk byproduct <laughs> there you go nothing is exactly as, as it uh you know should be <laughs> that's right yeah so we get in there and uh, shaft's getting ready to introduce uh you know hannah to baron zarin and i think i brought somebody to see you and hi i'm baron zarin <laughs> and off we were going at, at, at that point shaft was out of there and I just sort of felt really fun. It was going to be a great time when you said, uh, I'm done with you. Go ahead and leave. <laughs> and I looked back at Falzer and going, oh, dear God. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Emily and I are at our computers, headphones off, and I see John take his headphones off, and we're like, crap. <laughs> so let me let me ask you, John, that if uh, if the situations were reversed and it was just Shaft, would Shaft have gotten in the pool? In the tub? Oh, yeah. Oh, you know. oh, yeah. Shaft would have got in there or ripped it off and sat down there and tried to make a little bit of a headway with, with Hannah because why not? Right. You know, if the yeah. opportunity presents itself, right? Uh, probably would have not done anything all the way, but he would have he would have tried to, uh, you know, appease her, uh, what she was trying to do. But Would Hannah invited Shaft into the pool? Because they've had dealings before. Sure, sure. But, you know, Hannah, Hannah for sure would. Because, like, the thing about... Like, that was, like, Hannah's power play, right? Like, she doesn't want you in the pool because she wants to see you naked. She wants you in the pool so you're entirely, completely naked, and right? And no defenses, that kind of stuff, right? Like, it's it's not like her... She's not a horn dog. She's just, like, <laughs> disarming the people that she's dealing with yeah. because in that yeah. position, she has more of an upper hand, uh, at least in her, in her eyes, anyways. Wants any advantage she can get. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Also, metagaming it... Had you gotten naked and got in the pool, you probably would have had your circlet off where, you know, she was making you do some Ooh. wisdom saves. So uh, there was that part of it as well. Yeah. <laughs> it all Ooh, just kind of came together. Dirty, rotten cheater. But no, hey, Ballsy, <laughs> Baron Balzarin uh, resisted. and <laughs> uh, It was all for naught anyway because I rolled that one. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. That was a great scene. It was, it was good. I mean, she just... She was lucky in getting off her little curse thing, right? That gave you the disadvantage. Yeah. Which otherwise you would have had advantage against it, right? Right. Yeah, I could have negated that in that one. Not to say yeah. the second roll would have <laughs> still got me out of the mess, but. Would you have activated? He would have had to activate a circlet, though, right? 
to have a, to be immune to the effect for one minute. But if oh, it, it's you're still just, advantage. Like, okay. Yeah, if you're just attuned to it, you still have the advantage. Okay. And uh, you know, kind of listening back though, I thought, I don't know how well that whole thing played out. So the problem with like, because she she like she did she cast Charm Person like she was casting the spell right, and you yeah. had said, well, would I counterspell this? And I don't know if I kind of in the moment described it well enough to you to give you all the info for you to do what Falzer might do. Because, like, I don't know if it came across as being clear that the charm person was an actual spell being cast. Whereas her, like, intoxicating touch thing was, it wasn't, it's not a spell that she was doing. It's more of, like, a, an ability that she has. Yeah. So that, where that's a little different, right? But also, like, the whole situation, like, it's, it's, she's, it's, she's trying to be non-confrontational. That's why it's literally just, like, she puts the hand on you. It's not like she's slugging you. Despite, right. mechanically, you make an attack roll. But she's not attacking you, right? Right. Yeah, and that that that's part of the reason why I, I kind of wavered and was like, uh, I don't even know. Even if he was aware of a spell being cast, I, I'm not totally certain he would cast counterspell in this moment because, like you said, it it doesn't it wouldn't have come across as being aggressive. Probably the way she did it, um, her body language would have been welcoming and flirtatious and blah blah blah. She's trying to disarm me. And make me not feel, you know, like I'm in any danger. That's part of her play. So probably the way she would have cast it would have been in a similar manner that wouldn't have come across as being aggressive. So it might have been a bit odd for Baron Zarin in that moment to, like, cast Counterspell, even if he were aware of a spell being cast. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of what I was thinking. That's kind of how... I picture it like the way that she would cast it would be kind of disguised and almost like hidden within her movements mm, so yeah. that it wouldn't be obvious that she was casting it. Right. Glad it came kind of came across like that. I mean, she she has done this before, obviously, and she knows that at some point in time you're going to realize that you were under a charm spell. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. And clearly she doesn't care. <laughs> exactly. That's my point. Right. She's, she has she has no fear of Baron Zarin, and she knows with her dealings prior with Shaft. I think she knows that he's a Shaft is a tool for her. Right? She pays. He does, and uh, he knows better than to cross her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, also, I think had Falzerin counterspell. I mean, that's showing a bit of his his hand as well. Because, um, yeah, like, true. at first glance, exactly. I mean, if you're posing as like this Baron. That doesn't necessarily – that's not equated uh, with, you know, some type of, of additional, like, magical power or, or feats or, you know, you know that kind of stuff. So that could have been something else to be considered as well, like, whether or not you – because, yeah, you, it would have involved you going, like, ooh, immediately defensive in a situation that didn't come across as being entirely hostile. Because, again, even her little curse thing, it's not hurting you, right? It's not it's, – it's not – well, it's negatively impacting you mechanically. Again, this is where the whole mechanics versus the RP, they're, they're kind of clashing in a moment like this. Especially yeah. even if you look at like, well, how exactly does the spell casting work? Because Charm Person is verbal and somatic, so she's, she, has had, she does have to move her hands. She does have to say some specific words. But again, because the system itself is, there's no specific words in which at least uh, rules is written in the book. Like it's not giving you the specific words that you have to say to caster on a person and whether or not that is something that potentially varies from caster to caster 
where they find their own, they tap into their own way of, of, of utilizing their like innate magical ability or their learned magical abilities, right? Or in a lot of cases uh, around this party, their gifted magical abilities that <laughs> to, to, to be able to perform, perform a feat like that. I sometimes forget that most common people don't have magic or access to magic. Is uh later on, way later on in these three episodes when uh Jelly says she can write her sister a letter. Right. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I guess that's how she would do that. Doesn't everybody have a sending stone? <laughs> or somebody that knows <laughs> message spell or yeah, <laughs> sending right, spell yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Doesn't everybody have a Mia? <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> There's why War didn't have enough of those slots, you know. So yeah, it's, yeah, it is cool to think to to remind yourself of that. Actually, I mean, it it makes the world uh, more interesting. I think that not everyone is is gifted with all these abilities. You know, we're a bit of, uh, and the people we come up against that are powerful as well, they're not the common person. Not everyone's like that. So my question is, uh, how damaging is what she learned to us? Oh, well, <laughs> I don't think, I mean, it's not good, but it could be worse, I think. I think the only real thing is she knows we want it. Yeah. And she knows we were being deceptive. When you say we, though, she doesn't know that Shakara or I am involved. That's right. That's that's the good thing that came out of that, that, you know, Shakara and Mia didn't come up at all. The Brightwoods didn't come up, despite the fact that, that I was supposed to get information about <laughs> what's going on with that but that's probably a huge benefit to us it's an advantage i don't she has anyone looking out on the streets they're gonna see us all together so i don't expect her to not know yeah, that's a good point I yeah 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 so then shaft and falls and come out of the pussycat palace and tell mia and shikara the good news Mm-hmm. we were all overjoyed so happy <laughs> <laughs> just stoked she's pretty nice the way he roleplayed it like I, you could just freaking tell <laughs> like, it's so funny when Shaft saw falls run again and he was like can I do some kind of inside check and I gesture him down and I smack him in the face it's like what is wrong with you uh, he's acting more like falls run than falls run does yeah. <laughs> so what is that oh yeah that is it. more yeah. falls run than normal <laughs> the, the is what normal. you said yes that's what <laughs> how um i didn't ever actually look up the spell because it falls run doesn't have this spell but how do you break it or is there a way to break it apart from like dispel magic um yeah dispel magic will do it um but there's no such thing as like shaking someone out of it or anything like that or like dealing damage. To no, them. I just wanted to, I just wanted to smack you. So, so, <laughs> so the thing is, if if Shaft was considered to be a companion of Hannah, as written in the spell, that would have broken because Shaft technically made an attack on you. So, like mm. Falzern, if you charm person somebody and say Shakara smacked him up, that would break the charm person. Oh, okay. But because it was because because I said in the episode. A friend of the targets smacks them doesn't break the spell, right? Because yeah. right. Shaft's yeah. already on your side, right? Pre-spell. He gets grandfathered in and is able to smack you without risk of... Uh... <laughs> well, as far as, as far as Falzren knows, I'm on his side. But if I'm not on his side, then it would have came out right there. Exactly. So now you know. Hey. Oh, <laughs> I'm on your side. Well, no, actually, actually, all that does is test that Shaft is not on Hannah's side. 
<laughs> so the jury's still out over there on Shafted the Falls River. Good try twisting that. <laughs> that doesn't play into what I was trying to sell there, Leland. So. <laughs> now, we, we skipped something, actually, that I have here in my notes. You have notes? What? <laughs> I was just going to oh, say. I have, <laughs> I, I have so many notes. So, early on in, in this episode... Mia was talking about who her family members might be. <laughs> what? Another one Moby, for us. So Moby's a friend oh, of Leland's. Uncle Moby. Ah, no longer it was for us. It's no longer for us. <laughs> if Moby ever listens, Mia named or Elena named one of her family members Moby, and but then said he's not very important. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not worth kidnapping. <laughs> Uh, everyone's got, got an uncle moby that. you know what i'm saying like you immediately <laughs> thought of that uncle that like no one would care if they if i'm pretty sure i don't know anyone <laughs> named moby except for moby well yeah i'm not saying like you have an uncle moby i'm saying everyone has an uncle that's <laughs> like that oh i see what you're saying everyone there has you. an uncle bob like that's the name everyone has an uncle bob or john yes. all right and then yes i actually have neither I had a great Uncle Bub. You're married to a John. That counts, right? Does that count? Sort of like it. You can call me Uncle John. Oh. No, no, that's not going to happen. Oh, boy. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Uncle John 69. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Moving right along. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was this again? We had skipped something. Bill made us remember it. and then No, no I just didn't. I didn't want to forget. That, that I got a chuckle out of that. Maybe no one else will get a chuckle out of it, but I thought it was good. I got a chuckle out of it. <laughs> we did because we know what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. It's the new. people that got the ins- usually on the inside jokes. That's that how they work. It's the people that are right. <laughs> but now, <laughs> listeners, you're on the you inside. Got to watch out for the edges, and you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh my oh, gosh! Right. Do Stop it. Yeah. Stop <laughs> the it. end of this episode was, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Our last play before we had like a, a a pretty big break, right? That was during December, right? We had December off, and we released some of the the Christmas stuff. But yeah, the great end we of took year a long break, rest. a big gap. We took a long rest. We took a long rest, and <laughs> everybody got their hit points back. Took a long time, though. Yeah, <laughs> it did take a long time. But we come back with one forty-five. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, there was one more thing. No, come on. You have another note. I have another note. Hey, Bill, I don't like it when you have a memory. It's, this is not a often I take notes. Okay, we're gonna cover them all. <laughs> I, don't, I don't always, I don't always take notes, but when I do, it's about a single episode. <laughs> I, <laughs> I noticed that Shaft seems to be really interested in finding Killian. He asked about where he can find Killian. Hannah didn't have any idea, but it does come up later, I think, as well too. Yes. In these three episodes, so. I don't know if there's any significance there or not, or if Shaft is just back in Drew Call and that's where he might find Killian or not. Can I admit something? That's all Shaft's going to tell you. It's a little bit late to admit this, but I feel like I have a recollection of Killian Skillian. Why? What is that? Was it that? That was the name of an episode. But I don't remember Killian. I don't think you listened to the episode. It wasn't. Or that part. (laughs) No, no. So that was episode three. (laughs) Why is it Skillian? Oh yeah, <laughs> it has something to do with the roof. It's an it's another name for a roof or something. Episode isn't it? Yes. three is where I'm remembering yeah. that from. <laughs> yes, you are remembering. Let me like, find the name. And at this point, I'm too afraid to ask Chris Pratt. Me. <laughs> what blows my mind is that Leland can 
know that Dude, you can say knows. the name of an episode and he can tell you what number it is. Like, this is not the first time Leland's done this oh, yeah. for reference. I don't know if it's always been on mic, but multiple other times Leland it's has usually on mic. <laughs> said the number of the episode. <laughs> well, yeah, but bonkers. he has to listen to them 20 times each. Se- yeah, yeah, well, that's hilarious. Session three, <laughs> Sk- Skillian Killian. A Killian is a, a, a type of structure with a single, like, slanted roof. With So there's no peak or anything. It's just a... Uh, one flat, oh right, like a lean to, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. But I mean, it's spelled different than Killian, and also that was well before Killian actually existed as an NPC. Yes. <laughs> In this case, Shaft is not looking oh, for a slice of roof. So it was <laughs> wait, <for> a person. <laughs> well, you don't know. Okay, so, so but the Killian part was not his name. That's, that's no, what, it's like stuck no. in my head, like Killian, Skillian, Killian, Skillian. Or, or, or you know, I'm. I think I'm mistaken. I think the Skillian is the roof. The Killian was because you had just murdered Sardo. Uh, and it just rhymed with Skillian. So I think that killing. was what it is. Yeah. Right. So I think the Skillian, Skillian. the Skillian is the roof. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Helter Skelter. Right. Yeah. But that was the episode so where, bad. so you had just killed Sardo and you were running after the Arcanist and you were checking up on the roof following, like, basically Okay, so his we trail. killed Sardo episode three. How long has it been? No, no, you, you killed Sardo episode two. You killed the Sardo episode That's three. In game, how long ago was that? So... Don't spent... give an assassin a target and then, like, look at me like, bread. oh, you killed him episode two. Well, you freaking gave me a target and then... No, no, I'm, I mean, <laughs> obviously, I'm glad you killed him because I've got lots of mileage out of Sardo the Magician. Way Fair more God. than I ever anticipated getting out of Sardo the well, Magician. And that was the question Emily was asking in our private Discord today was like, wait, how long has it been in-game? Britt. Britt was asking. Oh, Britt asked it. I thought it was yeah. you. Uh, Britt asked me. And then I posted it out to okay. Leland because so, I didn't. So I don't know. I spent uh, after um, dropping off my wondrous girlfriend for a visit at the airport. Mm. I spent the last half of my day at work finishing out my world tracker timeline because it hadn't been updated since session 109. So I I oh, spent like three hours. Work, for sure. Yeah, it, very productive. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, unless I've missed a day, maybe two here there. We're on day 33 of the campaign. Oh, so <laughs> oh, Yes, wow. really. I, I was so, going to go in like 50 so is what Brent, I was going to no, guess. no, we cannot wait him out. <laughs> it happens. So yeah, seven days. You can wait him out. 11 more months, you can wait him out. Because <laughs> Revenant crap. dies after a year, right? He goes away after a year yeah. if he hasn't fulfilled that, his that was That was mine and Brent's plan that we were trying to hatch. Is like, we'll just wait out Sardo. It'll be no problem. <laughs> 33 days to get to level 11. So, I mean, is that because Heracleon was so intensive and each day was lived out moment by moment? Yes. <laughs> Honestly, we spent a lot of that in Heracleon. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Crazy. So 33 days of campaign and like 20 of them were on Heracleon. Well, that's kind of a, a weird part about D&D, right? Is that, you know, the leveling up is... When you think about it that way, it seems kind of weird that your your characters would progress so quickly in, in only a month. But Yeah, it is strange. But also, again, we've talked about how condensed my campaigns yeah. usually are. Like, the yeah, world yeah. is very small, uh, so it doesn't True. take very long. True. You, you don't have extra travel lot. time. Yeah, you guys, and you all have done a ton of stuff. I mean, I've lost some, scales. You've seen We've some seen shit. Stuff. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Shikar's losing her yeah. hair. Slash My dad was a kraken, okay? <laughs> 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 We've been there. But So we don't have, like, excess travel time. And obviously in, in a system like Dungeons & Dragons, the stuff that takes the longest is the stuff that takes the shortest combat, right? Like, mm-hmm. we'll yeah. spend three yeah. episodes of combat 
and it'll be a minute a minute <laughs> of game time. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> so Bren was the reason that Falzran and I are in so yeah, much thanks, trouble. Thanks, Bren. So sorry, we were talking about Killian, but like I had to get it off my chest that I was like, Killian Skillian, is it related? I'm so confused. All right. Good callback. Good callback. <laughs> For the record, Sardo, I actually tried to stop Bren from killing me. Why are you talking to Sardo? I did too, right now? I think. Sardo. I did too. Sardo's in the room right now. He's sitting right there. Sardo's always the, He's like Alomar. He's just there. <laughs> once again, you won't lose on once this again, Falzerin no is just somehow screwed over <laughs> by no fault of his own. You're still wearing the cap that he gave you, right? No. no, that's gone now. No, that was useless. <laughs> You're all guilty by association. Unfortunately, the, the rules of the Revenant, they, that's just how they work, I guess. Yeah. The Revenant rules. Some Shakara Revenant. wasn't even there. Yeah. <laughs> Mia was freaking in. That's why Saro doesn't Pisces. give a fuck about killing Shakara or okay. Mia. He just wants to kill Falsey and Shaft. That's who he's, that. he's sworn his thing against. <laughs> ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so if Shakara and Mia want to give sacrifice the boys to Sardo, like Sardo would be fine with that. Yeah. I'm listening. As soon as Shaft and Falzerin <laughs> oh die, Sardo goes away. Okay, so a way to end this campaign, Mia joins the coven with Shakara. We, yeah, yeah. we sacrifice the boys, and they just become two new followers of the coven. You don't have to worry about Alamar. You've already got your in with you know Samuel. And yeah, I mean, we could wrap this thing up next episode if we you really want to. We just need to take out Izzy. Turncoat. Mia and Shakara take out <laughs> right. Izzy. We never met Jessica, yeah. so who cares what the hell she's doing? Oh, I missed that so, for parties. This been a long time. status quo. <laughs> yeah, status quo. Yay! <laughs> okay. Stat- I have notes for this as well. Here oh, we go. my Here goodness. Go. <laughs> Buckle in. This is going to be a three-hour after party. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite things that Leland's done in a long time happened in this episode, and it was subtle and wasn't flashy, but it was so good. Just like the... It painted such a vivid picture for me in my mind. So when Shaft sneaks up on Frank and and successfully sneaks up on Frank and all that Frank does is crunch the toothpick, mm. oh, it was brilliant. It was completely brilliant. I loved it. So good. I like when the, when your audio is painting a picture, right, in yes. somebody's mind, you know, taking that, that, you know, sneaking up, going into the shadows, moving up. You know, and and you then you picture Frank sitting there leaning against the wall, you know, the toothpick swirling around in his mouth, sort of glancing out over the the street with the, you know, the flickering lights and all that. And it's all in your mind. And then, yeah, that I I love how Leland does. I was right there. I could hear the crunch. It was so good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm now wondering what Frank thinks about when he looks at Shakara, because they're both dragonborns but shikara looks like she's got mange or something that's a good that's, point it is a good question yeah i think i don't know if we've actually actually said what color frank is but i just always pictured him as like your stereotypical red dragonborn hmm there you go well you know you're at the you're at the tickly you can always go over and chat yeah, him he's up just maintaining status quo yeah. uh, shikara only go. has eyes for one man <laughs> <laughs> who hasn't seen her in a while either what about it's sally it's the cakes though? and pies guy yeah what's what's corporal sally yeah what, what about, about sally and shikara and the fight over grimby's heart 
I don't love, think, love triangle I don't going think on. Sally and Grimby had anything going on. What? Grimby was her captain. That's a that's a abuse yeah. of power. You think oh. Grimby would do that? <laughs> Dude, I thought they a were workplace. They were working together. I thought that's they all. Were... I mean, Sally was simply his coxswain. Exactly. They were knocking boots. <laughs> no, actually, I, I think she. I think she's actually the the quartermaster, who's the one that keeps all the repairs. I believe is is what I had her as. <laughs> so, which one's a higher rank now, with her being a corporal? Or what? That's a good question. What exactly Captain is the Grimby. ranking system of the paladins? <laughs> Everyone That's just right. gets any title That's that they right. think sounds fancy. It <laughs> doesn't actually like matter. Yeah. As long as they do what Samuel <laughs> says, he doesn't give a fuck what they call themselves. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> it's all just one big house of cars and it's super easy for it to come tumbling down (laughs) that's right so yeah so we basically found out that detmer was removed because he was doing something that wasn't in in line with the paladins you know the paladins were obviously or samuel was given most of the jobs to detmer to do and detmer either got greedy or tried to do something are we assuming it's uh, the tower job specifically that's I think he said it was that it was the tower job. It's all your fault and Bryn's, but she's dead. So, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, you all were in Goldham and like, I think it was like 122 when you were, and you saw that Blake Lakely had been basically deposed as well when the Paladins were there too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the tower job was to go take out the towers and that's Samuel's thing. So. Sort of surprising, honestly, that Detmer would take on that job. Now that we know that he was sort of working for him, but he, he but he's not. I don't think he's dead. I think what was said was he's being. I think Sally told us that he's being held. Mm-hmm. Somewhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Dragon Mullen were being held somewhere. Are you wanting to also. save him because he's got your name? <laughs> You've never felt too attached to the Detmer name. <laughs> <laughs> I never made the connection. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in my Bryn backstory. It was like, what are we going to call him? And I said Detmer. <laughs> but I will say, when 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 Leland did say Corporal Sally, I did not put that together at all. You know, I don't think that, I did either. That was who that was until there later. was a second of like in between off mic kind of thing. Like, hey, we Wait, we know who this is. I think it was me. And, <laughs> right. Yeah, I think it was me and Emily. Yeah, it was collectively. We all had to be like, wait. Pretty sure Corporal Sa- Sally was mentioned. Well, somewhere. yeah, who, we kept mentioned Sally was, was on the island of misfit, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, yeah. That she wasn't called Corporal Sally, right? She wasn't. There's no, more no, than no, one no. Sally but, in but the story. There was a previous episode with the cultist said to us, Corporal Sally. Oh, really? Okay. That because that didn't. was part of Samuel's pitch uh, to Grimby when he was talking to all of you, giving you, you know, a bit of enticement to like, hey, do what I need you to do kind of thing work for me kind of thing right that's he did ah. did talk about sally uh when he was speaking to grimby but you know between the what's a bigger uh enticement for grimby is seeing sally again or getting to sail a flying boat <laughs> oh yeah better be the boat <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was fun and and talking to her i think we we got a little bit of it. Certainly seems like they're just there for the moment, right? They really have no interest in being in Drakal or running Drakal or causing controversy there. They're just, uh, they took Detmer out. They needed somebody to sort of keep business as usual. 
At least that's the way Sally presented it to us. And she did offer up uh, if we needed any troops or anything to help us for anything that we were trying to do, True. that she would offer those up. Horses. Horses. You know, which didn't I was going to bring up to you guys later that, uh, you know, we're in the tickly and we got shit going down in the next episode. Maybe not a bad idea to take uh, Sally up Sally, on our offer, right? Can we get to you go take horses? care of a revenant for us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, a couple paladins get killed in the process. I mean, we've killed him once already, <laughs> right? Uh, twice? Three t- how many times have we clicked? Three times? <laughs> a total of three times, but Revenant Sardo specifically, you've killed him twice already. The the first time Revenant Sardo came got us in the woods, he rolled terribly, and it was a really awkward long fight <laughs> of like... Right? That, I'm That's remembering true. that it was like super... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like super un... Like anticlimactic. If he retains the power of who he is in, which I think we've talked about somewhat, all we have to do is kill one of the weak little paladin dudes and then kill him. And then he slides into that. And then things are easy at that point. And then we chuck them into the whatever plane, right? And we destroy That's everything. big brain thinking right there. But Falzern yeah, has a cage, so just, right? Well, I mean, it's not well, like he's been warned that, right. that he needed the cage. Yeah, Repeatedly. Repeatedly. Bill, you have notes, right? I made a point of doing it about ten episodes again, too. <laughs> oh. This is the story of Bill's life. The problem is I think Falzerin and Bill mesh sometimes when I know that Falzerin would have a cage. Bill That's is just a procrastinator and a forgetter. The thing about playing Falzerin is that he's not as stupid as I am. <laughs> I'll, I'll bet you, I'll bet you Falzerin has a note that says get cage. Yeah. Well, he's got a little <laughs> sticky on his spell it's book. Like every time Sharpie he on his spell Fuck, I needed that cage. Fuck. <laughs> I'll get it We've tomorrow. only been in a million stores in these episodes. Like, yeah. Wait, yeah, I mean, I was at the pawn shop. It had to be a cage. Would there be the 100 gold piece or 100 silver? What is it? 100 silver piece worth? 100 gold piece, like silver cage. Worth of yeah. silver. Yeah. Ooh, Would that be at a pawn shop? That's a pretty shop? fancy cage. Would it be at any place that we've been? And I, before honestly, that, like, we were at a lake. We were at. Pisces. Yeah, These totally. places wouldn't have I had Heracleon would have had exactly. one. Heracleon probably would have had several. There's a blacksmith in every town, like Hold on a second. You're you're making it impossible for us to get this goddamn cage next <laughs> yeah, time he's we like, play. Shh, stop giving him ideas. <laughs> no, he's, magic, magic, magic. he's turned over rock. Look, there's a cage. <laughs> yeah, of course. There's probably a plethora of them my at the My brother Braun's going to show up and be like, here's my kinky sex cage. It's worth 100 silver pieces. I've been at the Pussycat Palace. I uh, have it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the cages at the Pussycat Palace have to be my Well, okay, look, you were <laughs> you were just fit in them. You were just in Goldham in session 123, the magic's still there. You could have gotten the cage because you went to Magic Magic Magic. You know there is a magic 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 in Drukal. So it's you're oh, there it's is? not difficult. Yeah, you've, oh, there's, you've been in every there. major city. Everybody well, Shakar yeah. and me haven't, but the gentlemen have. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I think I think Falzerins may have to uh make a a quick exit. Yeah. <laughs> Expedient escape. Oh, so you're going to go off by yourself in the city. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? All right. All right. We're pre-playing here. Let's go back this to episode 145. <laughs> I mean, and it's or going terribly. Or we don't even do the soul cage. I don't. You'll have to wait and see what falls or does. Oh, God. Bill has <laughs> said. He, ha- he gave me the. He offered to me. 
I think I know what, what I'm wanting Falsy to do. Would you like me to tell you what I'm trying going to plan so I get don't a heads tell up? Him, Bill, don't I, tell him. I didn't him. tell him. I, yeah, I declined the generous <laughs> offer. I said, do not worry. <laughs> and I Unless... offered three more times, and he continued to decline. <laughs> And I was bursting at the seams. Well, maybe if you would have gotten the bathtub, he wouldn't be declining. Yeah, that's true. A tip for tat there, buddy. <laughs> Nobody likes a tease, Bill. That's fair. Falzerin's reaction to Braun potentially being in the Pussycat Palace for pleasure was hilarious, by the way. Yeah, I like to play Falzerin. It's like, a bit of a what prude. do you mean? Wasn't That was with Kepley in 146, though, right? It wasn't in these? Yeah. It wasn't these, but it in one forty yeah, yeah. was just Frank and Sally, and then that was pretty much it. Yeah, I have I have one note from one forty five. Mia asks Sally for health potions, and Sally says, "Aren't you a cleric?" <laughs> <You're> a cleric. <laughs> <laughs> so I just good. figured, hey, like, is this a Campbell situation where we get to clear the shelf a little bit? And take some stuff. <laughs> I'll take it. We also found out that um, Jelly and Janella are sisters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, interesting. Yeah. Her, her parents didn't have a lot of imagination, did they? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you should meet the brothers, Jerry, John, Joel, well, Je- Jelly's, Jordan. I think Jelly's full name is Jalela or something. Mm. <laughs> Jalela oh, and yeah. Janella. Yeah. <laughs> Jalela, Janella, Jal- Jaruba. I have, I have cousins, actually. Of, uh, two, they're, a, they're a family of four. Two boys, two girls. And they're all J names. Oh, yeah. Uh, We could beat you. We know a set of twins named Mark and Marcus. Nice. What? (laughs) I knew two boys that were brothers that were Brandon and Brendan. Oh, my goodness. But, like, what? What are their parents thinking? Mark and Marcus. Ease, ease. It's so that they could just say Mark. Just yell one, and whichever one comes is the one that. Does the chore yeah. or gets in trouble. <laughs> it saves so much parenting time over the years, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care which one. <laughs> it's Mark. I'm Marcus. I don't care. Just that take the fucking matter. garbage out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there were definitely our names in our family are very different from each other, but it used to be like, uh, d- 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 I don't care who oh, you are. Uh, I can't even tell you how many times I've been called K.M. K- KM. I've actually been called Destiny too, which is my niece's name. So I sometimes get called the names of our pets, like our dog. <laughs> Not or by me, right? By my mother. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fitz, come here. <laughs> so another thing we learned in 145 is that Shaft actually says that he trusts Leg, the person who we now need to kill. We want to get the same. Wait, the who needs to kill him? Way. Well, <laughs> the collective. Right, Shakara one, and Mia are not a part of your party yet. Yes, Ish. but anyway, Shaft uh, <laughs> Shaft says that he trusts this leg of rock more than Hannah, so that's interesting. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. it Duh. seems like Leg's more of a down to earth, get in the dirt kind of fellow, which I think yeah. that tracks. Shaft would trust him more. Did we not run into Lag and he was the one with like fighters going on in his district? People going in. I don't know that we actually talked to Lag. Oh, okay. But But, like Lag's district is where they're like, you want to fight? And Mia was like, huh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Falzern was was flattered, but not not in the mood. Shakara was annoyed, (laughs) as she is at everything now, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's definitely a complex that Shakara's uh, (laughs) developed here. (laughs) 
You know, Shakara, you and Igna really are a lot alike. Don't mm. you say that. <laughs> oh. I can see it. I can see it. No, 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 no. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, we'll say after we sit out in front of Kepley's shop for a while, chatting about what we wanted to do, when we finally decided to go get some dresses and stuff, that I was a little shocked that, you know, here walks Igna to throw another freaking wrench in our plans <laughs> yeah that was yeah, a curveball i, I did not have see enough coming. wrenches thank you <laughs> i yeah thought you could use a, a few bolts a few more bolts being tightened uh, so i was just trying to lend a hand <laughs> <laughs> our bolts are so tight right now Leland. <laughs> <laughs> well something's I mean, <laughs> gonna burst <laughs> so we're glossing we're glossing over a little bit of what we learned from uh, mr cap yes mm-hmm. was that a, was that a valuable visit yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we get a name. Uh, what's his name at the front door? Surrogate. At the, uh, surrogate, which you know gave us some information, and uh, we know that she wears the amulet. She only wears the amulet at the plays. She does not been seen arriving with it, and she has not been seen leaving with it, which means it's somewhere in the in the theater. Yeah, you would right? you would you would assume. Mm-hmm. And so we do have a a good idea of at least going in and trying to figure out how we can snatch it uh, from her or at least find out a little more information we did cycle around quite a bit on that plan right i mean we talked about it yeah. over and yeah. over again and i still don't think we have a clear path but i think we have a, a vague understanding there were some cuts <laughs> that had to be made on the editing floor <laughs> I don't want to have an AC of like nothing. <laughs> exactly. Well, think about it. And that was, I think that this thing comes up a lot about donning armor. There is a thing in, in the I DM's know. guide or player's handbook that says how long it takes. Like 10 to do. minutes. But I think a lot of, a lot of player or a lot of DM campaigns, you know, they don't, th- do you sleep in your armor? And yeah, you know, those kind of questions, yeah, right? Exactly. Uh, you know, so if something attacks at night, none you really of your business. Your I bought my on. own room with my gold piece. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Close the door. You'll never know. Yeah, I think that kind of just gets hand waved a lot. But if you think about it realistically, nobody's going to be sleeping in their armor, and you're not going to be putting armor on in, in a matter of fifteen seconds. Yeah, I think there's even rules that if you sleep in your armor, you take a level of exhaustion or something. You can't get comfortable. And yeah, yeah, I mean, so you can really get into the weeds on that. But I would draw the line on I got armor in a bag, and somebody attacks you, and you yeah, that's pop it that's not you, gonna right? happen. I mean, that, that's also why like uh, like a magic item like that exists where you can put on your armor as an action. Like what? Right? Yeah. You can get a set of armor. <laughs> How do I get that? that? This exists. <laughs> Magic, magic, magic! <laughs> Why do I still feel new to this game after all this? Although it's probably another attunement item and all this. I stuff, didn't right? know that existed, so. I need an item that gives me unlimited attunement of items. And then yes. I'll be just like Ooh. head to toe dripping in items. Okay, I'll give that to you, but for every additional attunement slot above three, your maximum hit points are reduced by five. I already Ooh. have less hit points than falls are in. I knew she was going to say that. <laughs> that's just hey if you bought a beefed up uh, an amulet of steroids you'd be have a bunch of hp too uh, aren't i a healer or something like that <laughs> yeah aren't okay. you aren't you a cleric i was thinking with um with the use of the uh the shaft shackles of shackling 
this episode, mm-hmm. I was kind of reminded of the fact that, you know, we actually have some pretty solid magic items in this campaign for all of the harassment we've given them. Leland yeah. for not giving us magical items. We've, <laughs> we've been kind of <laughs> had them thrown at us. Or as it turns out, not letting us find the magic items because we were too stupid to go down the other hall. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's exactly. a lot of, I mean, the, the last hall you technically could have had about 100 episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I mean, we, you know, someone died down there. And <laughs> I don't think you were about to stick around uh, looking for for treasure. Yes. What is the fly speed of your broom? I think it's 50 feet as long as it's not overweight. I think so, yeah. I have to look it up. It's not going to get you to the, the cage shop fast enough then. Uh, never mind. Well, it can travel faster than Sardo can, so I can. You guys might be screwed. All you care about is I'm slower than you. Then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even need to trip you. I just <laughs> hop on the broom. Well, we are into 146 now, and Shaft said something in the beginning of 146 that I would I found very. Uh, I couldn't wrap my brain around it. Kepley's mm. Exchange is on the southeast west side. <laughs> so you gotta remember you can't put you can't put little dashes in between words when you're when you're talking it is the south east side of the west side i think is what i was saying uh, the yes. southeast west side of, of the western mm-hmm. zone on the southeast Sent by side a true cartographer. <laughs> just ask around everybody knows where it is it is actually John who is our cartographer. He makes all the maps for our website. Yeah, hey, I haven't done we're, that in a while. We're in trouble. <laughs> I know, this is Southeast West Side. I've got the, uh, yeah, the little north symbol just spins. Yeah. I was going to say, sometimes you just, on the map. just flick it and let it wrap. You just spin it around. That's right. Yeah, I, I thought that was funny. How do you get to the, the, the tickly servant? They go down. Just ask around. Oh, you'll find it. Just ask people. Everybody knows where it is. Southwest and uh, yeah. <laughs> I should have just told him the wrong way, but I didn't know how to do that. <laughs> go to the far north, up past Hannah's place, and uh, we'll meet you there. <laughs> yeah, you could have. I wonder what would have happened. I, I didn't think about that. Yeah, if he really, truly has no idea where the hell it is. But also, that you were giving him those directions before Shakar had sent you to tail him, right? right? So right. you didn't have the information you have once once you followed him, right, and got into the warehouse. Yeah, so what else was in 146? Was that... Well, yeah, the the, the talk with Cap. The you gave sh- Cap the splitting off. body bag of holding. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's right. Body yep. For safe, Dan, you know, he wants to carry Danzig around, right? <laughs> don't, don't look in it. It's starting don't to stink. <laughs> it was stinky. <laughs> he was in. Fish He's in a different plane with. of existence. You wouldn't smell him in the bag, right? <laughs> you gotta, you have to put your head right into that sucker before you could smell him. Can you imagine, <laughs> like, the stench of like the fish junk? Then, oh gosh. Yeah, he was already kind of deteriorating, and yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be like in stasis inside the bot the bag of holding though? Like it wouldn't get any worse than it was when it was put um, in. Ask. Well, I mean, sure. technically, it's been like six days. <laughs> yeah, right. He's just rigor mortified, right? <laughs> He's, He's rigor mortified. Just... I will tell you right now, if he was a human. Six days is that's a long time to be dead. Of time. And smelling. 
I've watched enough CSI. <laughs> 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 they could tell by the bugs that are eating him how long it's been. You know what I'm saying? I think I think what's really impressive is that a tailor can make th- two dresses and a suit. And we only have like an hour. Well, I believe we discussed that. They were off right. the rack and not really that great of a fit. Yeah, we didn't discuss it on mic. No, it didn't make it into the it episode. Up, yeah. But yeah, they're just <laughs> slight alterations. And then the one for Igna, yeah. I mean... It's probably going to be a little short on his it's, ankles. It's all right off the cuff, right? <laughs> He's about yay good, good tall, yay it's wide. Good enough is what it is. Well, hopefully he won't. Hopefully he won't be attending the play. <laughs> hopefully it'll be itchy. He'll have to put it on and he'll have to wear it, and it'll be itchy. He should have made it like a straight jacket, then we could have him try it on and just latch <laughs> it Lock up. up. <laughs> God, hold this trick in the book, Igna, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you strap this, his belt goes around the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. This one goes uh, between your legs and up up, up your back. (laughs) Quit squirming, you're going to like this. Speaking of being squirming and liking things, Uh Kepler told us about... (laughs) What kind of... told us how uh, Braun was a guest of Hannah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's... And some other stuff, which I then took to mean... He wanted to be there, which yeah. might not be what was actually meant. Guest <laughs> might have been used as just polite way of saying captured. Uh, Leland, is it frustrating when I deflect? <laughs> well, <laughs> when you, I, I, there's been a couple times I think you were trying to get something across, and I intentionally went a different direction to not let you get that across. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also like... That honestly helps me play the NPC, <laughs> because okay. when the NPC sees you deflect, then the NPC knows to deflect. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Fair enough. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Not that there was any... I can neither confirm nor deny there was no, any no, the deflection. <laughs> no. <laughs> if one was two, that would be the feeling if one would be. deflection were. <laughs> like, I mean, a shot in a, every shot in a hundred, there's a, there's a ricochet, right? Like, you can't predict That's these things. Right. <laughs> Sometimes it's... <laughs> <laughs> I like I like Kepley. I think he's a great new NPC. Mm-hmm. I'm digging Drew Call so far. Yeah, it's fun to be in another big city. So so just as a note, you know, Kepley is his value is keeping secrets, right? Not talking, but he is giving Shaft some information. Why do you think that would be? Well, and before the rest of you answer that question, there was a part where Mia was like, why are we talking in front of Kepley? Yeah, yeah. And Shav mm-hmm. was like, oh, he, he won't say anything. And Mia, you had the comment like, well, we're giving him a lot and not getting anything in return when it was the a complete opposite. Like, <laughs> Kepley gave you all the information. So I don't know why Mia, what, like, does Mia feel that way about Kepley? No, it's probably just Elena not realizing. Being a smartass? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My I mean, bad. you could take this. You could take the stance of if he really doesn't say anything to anybody, why is he giving us information? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's totally what I was so, thinking. That that's I it. thought. I thought deflection. <laughs> <laughs> Shaft and Cap go way back, and Kepley probably owed Shaft some kind of favor. Yeah. Or favors, multiples. That would make so sense. So that's why Kepley was giving Shaft information, whereas normally he wouldn't share information with anybody about anybody. But they had some mm. kind of special bond. 
something that had happened. Yeah, there's probably some a bit of hierarchy as well. Like, you know, certain select people are in the very, very upper echelon with Kepley based on, you know, the number oh, of like years they've known hierarchy. him and all that sort so of thing. I was going to say, Shaft ain't up there. And <laughs> they might have access to some privileged information that nobody else would get out of Kep. He's a top tier on Kepley's list of trustworthy. Yeah. Shaft's in the penthouse. Hmm. With Kep. <laughs> in the tub. In the tub. <laughs> I was gonna say something about the tub. <laughs> oh, yes, that's a, that's an interesting theory because yeah, I mean honestly, like I mean what Elena was really <laughs> talking about in the hierarchy of Drukal, like Shaft's just a cog in the wheel, right? Like yeah, mm. same with I mean. anybody else that you know lives in Drukal. I'm just a rich cog same. with no money, so that's fun. yeah, exactly. So you're so technically, you're, I mean you're you're a you're a cog that's probably pretty large but doesn't turn <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm a defective cog <laughs> yeah, you're a defective cog, defective cog. <laughs> every time it, no deer teeth <laughs> <laughs> the next episode a, is called defective cog i'm just defective <laughs> cog. i'll remember well, that i'm episode. sure i'm sure each and every one of you will do something that is could could and I'm not going to say it will be, but could be labeled as moronic, inane, <laughs> useless. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the title defective cog could potentially apply to any one of it you. So don't take it personally, Elena. Don't take it personally. Exactly. <laughs> Our plan at the theater is going to go swimmingly. I can tell. <laughs> I'm very excited for the theater. I've never been this excited for the theater. <laughs> I love capers. This just feels like a plan. Like it's been a long time since we had like a like a plan that had. Yeah, to we like... haven't had like a good hijink in a while. Yeah, there's like a heist. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's. that's I think you left in the episode, which I was sort of surprised when you did. Oh, and I said something like, it's God. good role play is why. <laughs> he lives in everything now. Makes us look terrible. Well, no, no, no. I mean, the, the rule of thumb, which Elena has pointed out before, is if I say something witty, it stays in. So I That's true. That's true. If it makes Layla Layla just wants funny. everybody to sympathize with him. Look at these moronic Please, idiots he puts feel, up with. Feel bad for me. <laughs> I think I think so. You said something like, uh, "Well, we tried to play it off," and you said, "Yes, in a play, it should be good role play." That was false. False. Yeah. said that. And then, and then, and and then Leela said, it. "Should be. <laughs> you should have and good role play." And that guarantee but... stayed in the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it was right there. <laughs> yeah. Just like when he thought really hard to, to, as Jelly, be like, "Are you sure you're rolling the right amount of dice?" <laughs> that killed me. That was well. I don't gamble, so I, mean, I can't comment on that. That was a good retort. <laughs> that, that was a good retort, Falzer. But you, honestly, you set that up for a T for Jelly. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. I love that. The dice just don't roll in my way. Thinking he's being funny. Referencing D and D. Well, okay. So <laughs> back to the task at hand here. Ignis shows up. Shakara pulls him aside. He says, "I got the false elders. Let's go and gank them." Shakara eventually gets to send him away and then sends Shaft after him. Oh, that was so frustrating for me because you guys kept like interrupting and I'm like, just shut up. Let him go. I'm going to have <laughs> Shaft follow him. Just let this happen. Don't question every little thing. I'll explain in a minute. <laughs> this is so frustrating. <laughs> Don't you love us? 
were so sure you guys were going to ruin this. And I'm like, just uh, hold on. Just hold on. So what, what did, what did, what did Shakara think when she heard Igna say, we have captured the false, uh, elders, false, elders, false, uh, false elders. False elders. Yeah. Uh, oh shit is what she thought. Like how the hell did they do that? Oh yeah. Same. That's what Falzern <laughs> thought. That's what Bill thought. Also, good job that we didn't tell Jelly that her sister is not in Heraklion. <laughs> no, we couldn't. We well, couldn't her sister's her. potentially no. bound and gagged in a warehouse. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Exactly. She's as safe as she could be. Yeah, safe I'm as sure as she's fine. Yeah. That is, by the way, that is not a reassuring thing to say to somebody. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I made a really creepy comment about her being safe and then like an even creepier laugh that I don't remember making at all and when I heard you it did. back I was like what was I thinking what you were thinking I know something you don't know <laughs> yeah but it just came across as ultra creepy uh. you were drunk well you didn't know what you were doing yeah, uh. you were like five shots in by that <laughs> In like twenty minutes. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh boy. Yeah, this is this is quite the mess. I wonder uh, where they have them. You know, like that's. I don't be another think they have them at all. Iga and Kula don't have the elders. They're yeah. still on the no. run. I have no idea where Kula is. I don't know if Igna killed him and blamed it on something else, and then took off with Sardo. I don't mm. know. Kula was the more level-headed of the two, so. I'm hoping that's not what happened maybe okay. Kula's still looking for the elders while igna is on yeah. this quest hmm. with sardo i mean obviously igna does not like shikara i i feel confident in saying that um we gave him a pretty far like we gave him an advantage right like they left they have a pretty big lead right and you think they wouldn't go to the city we're going to at i would hope not i would hope they're smart enough to stay hidden find and then keep moving i found it hard but to believe it is a small world <laughs> <laughs> after all <laughs> it's a small world <laughs> i had a point and i don't remember what it was oh i'm sorry i interrupted you it's okay <laughs> Totally lost it. Igna doesn't like Shakara. Yes, on that. that's, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I was gonna say. Yes. You ordered so, Igna. You can't did Orum. Kill, I, mean. I did Orum. Igna can't kill Shakara because he would face Isabella's wrath. Shakara and Isabella have issues, but I still don't think Isabella wants Shakara dead. So Igna can't kill Shakara. But if Sardo happened, you know, Shakara got in the way and Sardo killed Shakara. Oops. Ooh, yeah. spicy. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking is going on. I have no idea where Kula is, though. Yeah, so none of you listened to Sh- when Shaft followed mm-hmm. Ignat. We weren't no. told we could, so I didn't. Hmm. No, yeah, I didn't think we were supposed to, so I skipped it. Can I Can I go back and listen to it now? I don't have a problem with Leon. Do you have a problem? No, I think no, no. I um, divulged everything. Yeah, you, yeah, you pretty well did. All right, go ahead. Go. We'll stop. Go listen to it right now. <laughs> well, essentially, I mean, Shaft told you that, you know, he showed up there. He saw Igna alone and talking to, what did you call him? Alderos? At, how, what, what did you, how do you call him? Salardos. He's got a couple names. Salardos. Salardos. Uh, Salamar. Sardosmar. I like Salamar. Salamar. <laughs> I think that's a good one. Because I'll, I'll say, when you first said it, I went, who the hell is that? <laughs> Allardose. Oh, I like right, Allardose. Yeah, 
Yeah, and there was an exchange there, and you know, from Shaft, what Shaft told you guys was that he was in there having that exchange, and he didn't see uh, Kula or anybody else. So when Shaft relayed that information to you, Shakara, what? How did you take that? That Igna is a backstabbing bastard. Pretty much yeah. the same as what she already thought of him, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, David Dave asked, where did Leland come up with the inspiration for a pissed-off person in a warehouse? Was that part of that shaft off-mic part? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get that either. I, th- I thought maybe I just had a bad memory, but okay, I'm reassured now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you still have a bad memory, but... it's. It's. I almost feel bad when Shaft's following somebody now because he has, you know, when he has uh, <laughs> pass without a trace. So sneaky. I, I I have a plus nineteen with pass without a trace. <laughs> yeah. in my insane. So, so when I roll dirty. things, I'm like thirty five, yeah. and I almost feel like this is not. You can't say those numbers in D and D. Thirty fives are ridiculous. Literally, okay, like with a with a plus nineteen, like. I literally don't need you to roll. <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You never need to be pretty much stealthy. right. Like that's you a twenty or higher you're getting. And if I roll a one, you I'm a half one. So, so like even when we're walking down the street and drew call together, he's just like, "Where's where's Chef? Why do we keep losing him? He's right next to us." I have, I have a crap load of luck points I never use. So yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> okay, then so <laughs> so does Shaft believe that his sneak? mission was completely successful you know i don't know i think there's probably more i could have looked into and and you know there was more building that i didn't go into so i could maybe not have all the information um i think once i found out sardos was there and that i knew igna was going back to you know the tickly servant and there wasn't a lot of time i didn't think there was time to you know screw around and try to figure out if there's anything else going on so i had to get back and let them know you know, about Sardos. Right. So Shaft believes that he was successful in getting in there and getting out with nobody knowing he was there. Yes. Now, I the only thing like I thought about was he that. said, that, well, <laughs> Salomar said, well, you know, I can find them wherever they are. And I know he has that power, but he was really freaking close, right? If he wanted to kill me and he had that, you know, radar, beep, 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 you know, there's Shaft right there. You know, he could have uh, taken care of business. So the only thing I can think of is he has to actively try to think where I am. Yeah, he's gotta, and he like, wasn't doing like that at that point. Ping it, right? Yeah, he's got to like ping it. Like the Paladins uh, Detect Undead or whatever it is. Yeah, that I haven't sense. used in like a long time. <laughs> yeah. So yet another reason not to stick around there. Now, once again, you know, I, I could take, I have no problem taking Igna. I think Igna would be a you know, a couple of good sword hits and he's dead. But, uh, you know, I don't know how to feel about Sardos. The same, like, Igna can't kill Shakara. Shakara can't kill Igna. And she would be sort of put out if you killed him. You didn't seem too happy about it on the boat. <laughs> That's I, I said sort of. I mean, I, I don't know what choices I we have. 
I can't actively kill him, but if something was to actively to kill him, him, listen to you. If kill, something was what? to happen to him, you know, it's not Maybe ideal. he has an accident. Yeah, things happen. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bad a happy world. little accident. I would I would like listeners to refer to about the 50 minute mark when I had commented that Shakar and Igna aren't so different. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Well, that's if something were to I, happen to Shakar. Right. What I find interesting is it seems to me, I don't know if anyone else is feeling this, but do you all think that Shakara is a little little too big for her britches as far as her, her val- evaluating herself when it comes to the worst she has in Isabella's eyes? No comment. <laughs> I need the fifth. <laughs> I'm too Don't get me wrong. To that question. I, think, I, know. I think her britches are perfectly sized. I know, Isabella. <laughs> Would take me out if she felt I was not doing what I was supposed to do. I, oh, I, because yeah. she's trying to take Erica out, so I'm not. You help those like all escape. secure in thinking that there's no way she would take me out. I, I know that that is that is a possibility. Yeah, that'll be a shame when that happens. <laughs> nah, we're gonna take her out first. It's fine. I think it would not be her first move because then she has to find another one. They're more powerful with three. Blah, 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 blah. You know, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort to go find another person to be part of the coven. <laughs> this tedious. She just went through that. You don't want to, to turn around and do it again. <laughs> I don't know. You can take any falls in and put them in that spot. I was going to say, I mean, <laughs> clearly Isabella is pretty good at networking because she found Shakara through falls so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Falls, and we're going to have to let you. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> you just your 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 numbers just haven't been been where they need, we need them to be. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just find it uh, interesting to hear you, Emily, say like adamantly, adamantly. <laughs> okay, that, another word, Daddily. That Igna cannot take out Shakara. I. I mean, I guess if Isabella gave the word, he would be there in a second. Oh, yeah, undoubtedly. I don't think Shakara's done anything yet that would cause Isabella to want her removed. It's been iffy. I know I've been towing the line. I don't think (laughs) I've crossed it yet, though. Okay, but so you don't think that Igna would uh, act on his own? No, for fear of Isabella. Not for fear of of Shakara. He doesn't care about Shakara for fear of Isabella's retribution. I don't think he would. Unless Isabella Can't said Shikara do it. Can't Shakara have an accident? <laughs> right? I don't know. I don't think he would do that. I think he fears Isabella too much for that. Okay. Again, that's that's Shakara believing that she has so much worth to Isabella that should somebody under Isabella do something to her, Isabella, it's Isabella's wrath, not Shakara's wrath that they're risking. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Yes. Hmm. Now I'm worried. <laughs> uh, I mean, are, are you not concerned, uh, or how concerned are you that Salomar is with Igna at all? I, as far as like Shakara is concerned, I don't think Igna would. I don't think I don't think Salomar is going after Shakara. So I I don't fear him in that way, the same way that uh, Shaft and Falzerin would. 
I think Salamore would definitely try and kill Shakara if she got in the way, if she was protecting Shaft and Falzarin. He would kill her to get to them. I think Igna would help in that. If, in a way that would make it so that he is not responsible. I don't think he would actively go after Shakara. So you don't think there's a possibility for Igna or Kula to be radicalized by Salardo? Igna, maybe. Kula, I don't think so. I think if if Igna was standing there and, Sh- and Shakara and, and Salamar were fighting it out and he was able to get a little dagger into her side, he would totally do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would totally do that. But it was Sardo that killed her, not Igna. If, he, if mm. there was a way that he could spin it, yeah. Okay, so what do you think Salardo was getting out of this partnership then that, that has been forged? That's a good question. Yeah, that's what I haven't been able to wrap my head around. Like, how do they? Yeah, how do they connect together? Doesn't make sense. Unless Igna says, "I will distract Shakara and Mia while you Mm -hmm. take out the other two. I I don't know. I don't know why Sardo is with him. Then why is Igna with Sardo? To try and kill, uh, because he knows Shakara is with Shaft and Falzarin. Shaft and Falzarin are wanted by Sardo. And there's a chance Shakara could die in the process. All right, Leland, tell us why. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to follow the the the, the logic here, right? Uh, because Igna, Igna goes. He is attracted to more powerful beings. Sardo is more track more powerful than Igna. Therefore, Igna is joining up with him, and he's trying. He's probably trying to get it so that Shakara can end up dead at the end of this, because she ordered him. She she thinks she's better than him and who the hell is she igna's been around longer than she has who, who is she to to or him <laughs> yeah igna has expressed to you right like igna likes the position he has within the hierarchy of the coven so if you take him at face value for those previous statements then more power isn't what is driving him like that's not his motive right but like you say perhaps he's more susceptible to somebody of greater influence, right? Who, whoever that happens to be, plus Isabella and Salomar have already worked together, right? Yeah. In in yeah. the limited limited capacity, granted, but Igna and Cooler are certainly aware of that. I don't think Igna is happy with where he is in the hierarchy. I think he he thinks he he wants to be happy with where he is because he doesn't think that he will gain any levels. But that's what he wants. He does want to have a higher level. He wants to have more power. He wants to be more influential. And he's not. And he doesn't think he's going to get it. So he's trying to tell himself he's happy. And that's a lot where a lot of his anger comes from. Oh, I see. Okay. So he wants some, uh, some, he wants some recognition in the, in the coven. Yes. So it's nothing personal against Shakara. Oh, no, it is now. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it 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 wasn't originally is just she got put in a higher position than him and who the hell she i've been here longer and then she yelled at him and didn't go along with what he said and what he said was what isabella said but he said it and shakara didn't go along with that and it's like what the hell He's question, questioning her loyalty to Isabella. That and, and and not just Isabella, but the entire coven, respectively. And the fact that she didn't just, you know, 
go along with what he said angers him. Like she's saying, I'll take I'll take care of the elders when I say it's time. When he's like, but Isabella already said it's time. Yes, but I know stuff you don't. And he doesn't <laughs> like that. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. At least he's like he literally I here's a silver platter with the job, the task at hand. Like this is supposed yeah. to be done. I'm letting you do it. Why are you not doing it? Right, exactly. And it's because I know better. And like, what do you mean? You know better than me. How can that be possible? And by extension, what do you mean you know better than Isabella? Right. Do you, do you think Igna truly believes that Isabella has given you additional information? Or do you think Igna believes that you are really in line with your other friends and not following Isabella's rule? Option two. <laughs> I mean, you you've given him a lot of like evidence to support that, right? Like, well, I said right in front of him, I am with you guys. Meaning, well, yes, the others, sure. right, right, right. And you exactly. There was literally in one forty six that conversation where I think it was Mia had had asked Igna, "Well, are you loyal to us?" And he said, "Well, I'm loyal to Izzy." Right. Mm-hmm. And or, I said, or, or however the exchange went, and and yeah, Shakara said, "Well, and and I'm loyal," or or he, I think Igna said, "I'm loyal to the Coven." And Shakara said, and I'm loyal to, to the, you, you three. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, but on the way back on the boat in like session, like 113 or whatever, or 17 or whatever it was, like Igna wanted to to kill Shaft, Falsey, and Mia because he didn't, there was no need for, for them. And you had talked mm-hmm. about it doing that. And you said, no, you cannot kill them. But then it was like, why are we even entertaining them? The four of us, meaning Igna, Kula, Hulsa, and Shakara, can go get this amulet. Like, what are we doing here? And even back then, you said, no, 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 we're not doing anything. <laughs> don't be so brash, basically. But yeah, I said, I need them. I know stuff you don't know. That's what I keep telling him. I know stuff that you don't know. We need them. We need whoever it is. Insert new person. We need them. I know stuff <laughs> you don't know about this yeah. person. We need them. Okay. And I don't ever tell him what it is I I know that he doesn't know. No. No, you you've kind of you kind of walked in and well, my position in the coven means when I tell you this, you take it at face value because of where I am in the coven and where you are in the coven. Mm-hmm. But Ignace right. says, "Well, mm, I'm sorry, but if that was coming from Isabella, that would be the case, but who are you to have come in and haven't earned anything, let alone his respect, but Right. your place in the coven." Yeah. It'll all be better when Alamar gets his box. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Yes. Right? Britt did ask, can we get more Alamar? Well, you, there will be lots more. I mean, <laughs> ask and you shall receive. It's going to be some crazy next few episodes, I think. Oh, I mean, man. what a great ally to have on your side, right? He's got this bond with us. <laughs> David Dave said, have you considered putting Alamar and Sardos in the same bag of holding and dropping its weighted <laughs> ass in the middle of the ocean? They could have a nice long talk for a few centuries. I mean, that's not out of the question, right? Well, Sardo would only last uh, a year, though. Won't work. The staff would just pop back and, in his hand. Yeah, the cane. Oh, right. Just going to zap right back to... So we got to drop Falsey into the ocean, the too, is what you're saying. Yeah, but you can Falsey's hold your breath for a really long too. time, so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe long enough for Sardo to die. <laughs> one way to find Look, out. Alamar has been saying 
since you bound to him in session 114, get me my body and you'll be rid of me. <laughs> Give me my body. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But do we want to be rid of him? He's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, what do you think he's going to do when he finds out somebody's taken over Heracleon? That's his thing, right? He wanted to be a lich to rule Heracleon for eternity. To protect Heracleon for eternity. Well. Same difference. Yeah, tit for tat. Whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> no, no. But, that, is, but, that is a very thick hair <laughs> that needs to be so, split. So, <laughs> the, the end result is still the same. He's going to go back and take out anybody. That has been screwing with his uh, his. Okay, so right? we get Alamar's body back, and we let him just let him loose on Isabella. Problem solved. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. What could go wrong. Is that a problem though? Because you just wax poetical for five minutes about how Izzy doesn't want Shakara dead because it's such an effort finding a replacement for the coven. Then that effort will become Shakara's. Shakara, power of three, baby. Oh, yeah. Shakara. Yeah, uh, Shakara's been working on a couple people here. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to give in. Falterin's ready for round two. <laughs> Falterin's ready. You're already doing the legwork. <laughs> Have you even met the other sister yet? No. <laughs> oh. Okay, I I, I want uh, there's one thing that I keep thinking of and and it would have been I mean I don't really know how it would have come up in RP cuz like Alamar wouldn't have brought it up but what do you all what do your characters think will happen if Alamar's soul is put back into his body? Not good things, that's Do for you sure. believe that he will become he'll he'll be like revived as a lich? No. Without the elixir? Well, he never he never no, was a lich. Yeah, no. So no. No, yeah, I'm just I don't think... be Alamar. Wouldn't he go right back to trying to be a lich? Mm. Probably, well, that's yeah. That's a but... risk, sure. Problem for another day. <laughs> I just exactly. think not good things, like, yeah. So, well, okay, I mean, that's that's incredibly fair given Alamar's track record. <laughs> but remember, to get the elixir, he needed to team up with Isabella. And if Isabella is now the person you're going to let let the dog loose on... Once you, once the genie's out back in the bottle, <laughs> in this case, how much harder would it become for him for him to to re you know reacquire the things for the elixir and go through the whole process again? Well, I mean, we're not gonna like take him back to Heracleon and be like, "Hey, maybe you have followers here. Good luck." Like, I don't know. So what are what are you gonna do with him then? He's in the scenario, dead. in the scenario He's where dying. Alomar is put back in his body, what are you gonna do with him? Kill You're him. gonna kill him. Yeah. And then what do you think is going to happen with his cane? Doesn't he just go right back into the cane? I'm not. Kill, no, destroy the cane him. somehow and kill him. Why would we kill him? What? Why wouldn't you? So he doesn't become a lich. That was the I whole mean, this point is in the first place. Once again, that lich thing takes forever. We don't have to worry about that. We'll be long dead before he does that again. <laughs> <laughs> Another 33 days? I mean. Problem for the l- later generations. You might be long care. dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like climate change. I'm, I'm pretty it, resilient. It's just like climate change. It's not our problem. Oh my gosh. Like, all I got to do is hide. You'll never find me. <laughs> <laughs> I just meant Shakara plans on living a long time now. Mm. I think I was answering as Elena, but Mia would probably be like, Neogi family. Eh. Like, I got to remember Neogi, Neogi, Neogi is her whole freaking. So, shtick. what if Alamar promised he would help with the Neogis? Yeah, I mean, then. He sort of said he would, right? Yeah. Yeah, he kind of did. He's a pretty powerful guy. But couldn't you trust him? No. I don't, no. Can't, I don't think I so. Mean, trust is a, is a very uh, iffy He's word for everybody. He's feeble-minded Grimby. 
Yeah, that's the last resort. Feeble-minded, my man. <laughs> water, water under the bridge. Boat. Water goes under the boat. <laughs> well, he's he's flying now. So. <laughs> ah, that's everything under the boat. <laughs> everything under the boat. So why don't we just take on Ham Hannah and take the amulet from her instead of doing all this I spy business with the dresses and going to the play and trying to figure out where she stashes the amulet when she's not wearing it. Why don't we just take her on? It's a lot more fun to do it this way. Yeah, I think that's the, <laughs> that's but, but like I said, all you have to do is go tell Samuel that she has the amulet. Hey, we found it. She has it. Go pick it up. But I think Samuel will be like, okay, well, if you know where it is, why don't you get it for me and bring it here? Why do I have to go do it? That's possibly, what I, I possibly, sent you to do. Right? But you also don't go in and just take out a mob boss either. Well, I'm not saying take her out, but man. I guess I am saying take her out. But actually, I wasn't saying yeah. it. David Day was, so... I think you were implying going in and telling uh, Hannah that Samuel wants this, and if you don't give it to us, you'll face his wrath. I was actually saying to you before we started recording, to John before we started recording, why don't we tell Hannah that if she doesn't give it to us, Samuel's going to turn on the tower, which will destroy her portion of the city. Mostly. Mostly her portion of the city. You, You give us the amulet, or you suffer the consequences. Which one are you choosing? You go into a mob boss and you threaten them with something like that, and you're just asking for trouble. They're not just going to go, oh, you're right, I'm afraid. Yeah, but it's a threat that could be backed up. It's a threat that would be backed up because there is a tower there that will be powered up, and she has to know what's happened with the other towers down south and how it's destroyed the land down there and and killed people. Are you questioning our ability to be able to get this Yes. (laughs) <laughs> so are you also well we know who the weak party are you also so. saying yeah baron paul's Aaron. are you also saying that <laughs> are you also saying then that there could be no possible additional fallout from taking that course of action as far as hannah's perceived threat of the paladins because currently as the paladins say status quo is what they're about right now and you go in and say hey hannah guess what they ain't they're here to mess shit up Unless you do what they want. I, I, I don't think we go in in a threatening way and just say, hey, this is what would happen. And just kind of like lay it out for her. Okay, fine. But even in that scenario, a non-threatening, hey, hey, pal, Anna, <laughs> yes, just fucked. wanted to give you a heads up. Yeah, you're fucked. If you don't do this, like, again, what, what, what's Hannah's response? You think her first immediate thing is, well, okay, here's the amulet. Don't you think she'd be a little bit motivated? She wouldn't immediately cave, but like. To be like, if you want to have a city to even take over and rule, like, there won't be one left, like. Or maybe we appeal to her and be like, if you give us the amulet, cultists will not turn on the tower, and that would make it, like, and the, the paladins saying. will get out of your way. You can more easily take over Detmer's territory. The city territory. will stand. Like, think about uh, Golden. And then, yeah. with combined your territory, Detmer's territory, you more easily take over Legs' territory, and you'll have the whole city. All you gotta do is give us that amulet. <laughs> She's got what she wants, All right? You Kill gotta Lag, do. and I'll give it to you. Just give us that amulet. Uh, that, get it. You, you might, yeah, you might be successful in, in convincing her of that fact in that course of uh, action. But I'm just saying there, I wouldn't rule out her reacting uh, negatively against the paladins, then, or taking some course of action against the paladins. Yeah, but there's a shit ton of paladins. There's she has an entire third of the city that she controls, and yeah, paladins are coming in more and more every day, but definitely their full force isn't here right now. And Hannah doesn't know what's coming, as far as you all know, right? It's you know when it comes to paladins. 
So uh, I think it is a valid course of action, though, and it would be very interesting if you wanted to go down that route for sure. I'm just saying, I don't have to take my armor off that way. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. I don't want to wear a fucking dress. I'm just saying, I don't want to wear a goddamn dress. Would you? Would you? I will take down your call rather than wear a dress. Would you potentially do that if your exploits at the theater fail? If you're unable to locate it there, and you know you kind of get in, you get out. Just you just kind of fail at at retrieving it, but you're not really detected, and your motives aren't really detective. Still leaving the door open to go to Hannah and say, "Hey, you know something bad's coming if you don't." cooperate i think that would be shakara's suggestion that'd be the next thing we do is we tell her you give it to us or this is what's going to happen and if she still doesn't give it to us then i think there potentially could be a battle depends on how many people are in the room at the time i guess true but where would you talk to her the pussycat palace because that probably wouldn't be a great place to go Hey, yeah, you'll get in tub is what you'll do. Yeah, I mean, if we're in a room, she'll, she'll tub you. If we're in the room with her alone, and there's nobody else there, uh, you just need one little dagger strike, right? Essentially, <laughs> that's all you need. That's how D and D works. Just uh-huh. yeah, one D four taking her down. Yep. <laughs> that is the thing, because if you are surgical enough with that weapon in real life, <laughs> it would be more realistic. Right. But, uh, you know, who has the most to gain if Hannah's taken out of um, power? Now, probably Lag. Yeah. Lag, right? So, and and she wants him dead. You're probably better off aligning with uh, somebody that has the same motivations. He he can take out Hannah, maybe, and help. And then we can get what we need, give it to Samuel. Well, I mean, what what Emily was proposing was an alliance... technically an alliance between Hannah and the Paladin. Yes. That's right. But remember, we don't necessarily trust the Paladins, and we definitely don't trust Hannah. No. <laughs> and don't trust Leg. I don't You don't know Leg. So yet. I have no reason to trust him. <laughs> and we're probably not gonna trust him once we do know him. Probably not. That seems to be the way things are right. going. He shafts friend. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> do you trust Kepley? Ah. Uh, no. Who do you trust in, in a better a, question in the <laughs> Myself, uh, falls her in because he can't tell a lie. I think <laughs> Mia mostly has my back, and I don't think Shaft would actively go against me right now. And Campbell and Hulsa doesn't and mean drag. you can trust us. I guess. <laughs> I think she has my Campbell back. Hulsa drag. Gramby. Gramby. Jelly. I trust Jelly. Statdorf? Sure, I trust Statdorf. <laughs> nah, Dor- Dorf's a nice one. Stat's a dick. <laughs> yeah, <I try> <laughs> which one was which? Which one was Marty and Toad? I, to- I don't I don't even know. I don't even know. Stat was the one that actually likes. I just went with the name. <laughs> I had a 50-50 shot of being right. <laughs> I was wondering if you went back and listened or not. No, I unfortunately, I wish I had. I really wish I had. If it breaks continuity, I'm going to have to go in and re-edit that episode and just put in <laughs> <laughs> the other names. It's a shame we're here in Drew Call and we're not going over to uh, to Rugar Alebender's place and cashing in our, our free... That's a whole different storyline we haven't went down. We're supposed to go get that damn that flower to be able to get the free beer first. And his, and his dad and Papa Alebender. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I we can only assume that Rugar is back in Drakal. That's where he was headed last time we saw him, right? Oh, well, he had his travel his traveling uh, brewery wagon. He kind of goes all over. So maybe, yeah, maybe he's in Drakal. <laughs> we, we have to, we have to, we have to drop by the Elbender. I'm sure Stephen would love to come back off for an episode. <laughs> <laughs> he has nothing else going on. You do have plans <laughs> to go back into the mountains, so maybe you'll get lucky. <laughs> That would be cool. I, I always thought that that quest line seemed really interesting. I think it would be neat to go up in the mountains, see what that's like. I've never played Just D&D Just imagine if we had. If we had gone up in the mountains way <laughs> back then in the and found the Niyogi and found out all that stuff way before you're even ready for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't yeah, have ran into crazy. me because Mia, Mia was in Pisces. I mean... <laughs> Well, Mia would have been in the mountains instead. Shh. <laughs> nope. Backstory's backstory. <laughs> I think um I think you all have some some good options to go about figure out this amulet. Assuming that Anna does have it. But again, you've you've had a an eyewitness account to supporting that, so You know how reliable those are. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> So you we're so essentially we're getting back together. We're gonna to get some some clothes on. We're gonna go. We got a we got a cage problem. <laughs> we got a play to go to. We got a guy and to talk to. We don't even to, know if Hannah's going to this, this play. Apparently, Hannah there's plays every there. night, and we don't. And she know goes every night. She's got nothing else to do. That's right. She's <laughs> got money to blow and time on her hands. Of course, she's gonna be going to plays. <laughs> it's it's the the theater is right there next to the Pussycat Palace. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you go? Over? Where exactly. does the necklace go here. when she's not wearing it? She goes to the theater. That's what we're gonna find out. <laughs> I mean, what do you what do you think? She goes to the theater and she, it's there. I think somewhere? she keeps it there, like in a safe. Yeah, I think she, I think she keeps it there in the theater. See, I was thinking the Darklings had it in a reason. tunnel underneath the theater or something. We don't know that that's not the case. Just Buddy said he didn't know anything about that, so that could be what's happening. I wouldn't think she would just trust it to a safe inside the theater. Yeah. Well, that's what we're hoping we can find out. And I think if you guys go in dressed up and and sit near her or whatever, you can... I mean, she knows Mia, right? So she's going to see Mia there at the play, mm-hmm. which is not out of, you know, the ordinary for a aristocratic type, uh, you know, person to be there and then maybe spark some conversation about, you know brother or father or whatever i you know get some information there about what's going on while we find out more information about the theater and what's going on there while false ringo gets a stupid cage (laughs) yeah in essence false could go get the cage but i think we're gonna meet we're gonna have to do something with igna before that Igna should be with me and mia should be I don't know where Sardo is going to be. Listen, I don't know where Kula is. Why are we hashing out all these details right now? <laughs> I don't know. I just wait. Just if Falzern goes off on his own to get a cage, he's going to die. <laughs> well, it's like I said. It's going to be interesting what happens next. Place your bets, everybody. It could go a lot of ways. <laughs> and pretty well, all of them are sideways. I think. Oh yeah, like. We think we might know what we're doing. That's what I'm saying. We hash out these details, then those details are completely irrelevant by the time we start playing and yep. things happen. So, yeah, everything's yeah, yeah. changed by Enigma. Mm. <laughs> that age, age old saying. 
Igna is as Igna does. Blink twice and an Igna will change everything. <laughs> okay, we'll wrap this baby up then. Uh, nothing else we want to bring up before we sign off? Uh, I'm very excited to get to the Arknall Theater. I do have a bit of a surprise for everybody once we get there. So oh, that'll be, shit. That'll be oh, fun. great. <laughs> if Keck yeah, is performing. Oh, I hope Keck's performing. <laughs> oh. That would be awesome. That's the, that would be incredible. But now if that doesn't happen, okay. <laughs> do they have refreshments at the theater? You will certainly be able to get an adult beverage. <laughs> But you're going to be you're invisible. You're on the job, right? Shaft. Come on. <laughs> Potentially. I get to start sneaking around. I'm okay. I'm probably, I'm probably better off sneaking around true. than being invisible, yeah. honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah, no kidding. And if there's nothing else, then we'll uh, see you all next time after three episodes of excitement. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, I'll sign her off. I've been John and Shaft. I've been Emily and Shakara. I'm Elena. I play Mia. I've been Bill and Faldron. And I'm Leland Steele. Happy adventuring. Happy, Happy adventuring. adventuring. Damn it. Happy adventuring. <laughs> the pause before Leland Steele gets longer every episode. <laughs> it's like, wait for it, wait for it. It's like, keep you on your it's Building anticipation. Uh-huh. Wait, is he still Leland Steele? It's the foreplay to his sign-off. And I'm Leland Steele. Get in the pool!